1: Edition three dudes with a view. It's raining out there, folks. Supposed to rain at least part of the day, I think. Just a cold, damp fall weekend, but it is fall. Uh, My name is Dell Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing?
0: I'm doing well, Dell. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one,
1: Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Dell. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. And regular special guest dude on Tuesday, native son of Columbia, favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart. How you doing? Good morning. Okay. Mr. York, the uh I did not realize I thought you told me your daughters lived in Florida. And a nice lady was in yesterday doing some business. And uh as she walked out, uh somebody says, That's Mr. York's daughter in here. And I, I'm not gonna say who it is because of respect their privacy, but uh uh, uh, those are wonderful folks, Mr. York. You've got to be proud.
2: Yeah, but they—they they are not my biological daughters. That's the, someone who was in my youth group early on. Okay. And uh, we talked, and, and she has adopted me as her dad. Okay. My dad passed away several years ago, but my daughters live in Dallas and in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Okay,
1: that's why I was confused. All right, the uh, well. Anyways, I
2: don't, and 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 I'm glad my my daughter in Jacksonville is not listening to this conversation because she's the one. Daddy, do I have any additional brothers or sisters? Anywhere? Oh, 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 gotcha. She's, all, she's always on my case. I got. Gotcha. I, I was doing Ancestry.com, no. and I'm going to prove to her that she she they are my only biological kids.
1: Gotcha. Well, biological or not. Um, I I know this lady and her husband and um, they're wonderful folks and um, and, I know you're proud
2: they're outstanding yeah I'm proud to see them you know do the things that they're doing Uh, she was one of the folks that we had a youth group and we had had a grant for a certain number of kids so uh, she came to the group she said I'd like to join this youth group I said well you know we're at our capacity we don't we don't have uh, uh, any capacity for an additional children because of the grant. She says, I'm going to get my mama. <laughs> <laughs> so she went and got her mother and brought her mother down there. And our mother looked at me saying, My daughters are going to get in this youth group. I say, Yes, ma'am. <laughs>
1: there we go. It's, it's all good. It's all good. Um, yes.
2: Yeah, so, so it was good. They had a good experience.
1: Wonderful the uh ron something i'm uh, something left over from yesterday that i i want to bring up uh i went around the county over the weekend and people you know considering the election uh went to the rotary club pancake well it's a all-day pancake event not just a breakfast went to church on sunday and the feeling that i was expressed to me was just a somber uh fear uh People are scared uh, for the future of this country and don't understand what happened. Uh, and you know they—they're they're not belligerent. They're not—we're going to fight back. They're not saying we got cheated. They're just—they're just soberly afraid. And one of the explanations that resonated with me is—you know—somebody said basically Republicans just got out hustled and he said what they're doing is they're following the vote not the voter and what that means is uh basically just get out the vote campaigns but they're being done in conjunction with uh uh, mail-in ballots uh, drop boxes or just old-fashioned you know uh transportation to the polls and a sandwich you know that kind of thing and uh that that Democrats just beat us on the ground, just out hustle us, and uh, by following the vote as opposed to the voter. And one of the illustrations, uh, and there's nothing, unless in the, in now in the, in the ballot harvesting may be involved. In some states, it's legal; in some states, it's not. You know, but I'm not suggesting, nor do I think this fellow who gave that explanation to me was suggesting that there was anything uh, illegal going on on any sort of mass scale at all and uh but one of the i tried to think of an example that people could relate to uh here and as far as i know for the last 50 years uh over on east hill the democratic operatives have been providing transportation to the polls and maybe a potluck or a sandwich after people vote i was not being i I was being complimentary of that uh they it's just good old fashioned retail politics, uh, as far as I'm concerned. And uh, what I was trying to say is Republicans needed to be doing that kind of thing themselves. Um, yeah. There, there's 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 nothing wrong with it, Miss York. Am I, am I making sense to you?
2: Yeah, uh, but you know, there's also the period here in Columbia. I was talking to a gentleman that's from Columbia, where right. two sheriffs were running for. For election, our sheriffs were running for election, and what they used to do was get a goat and bring it over in the in the minority community and get it cooked and bring uh, white lightning over there and let them drink it and and, you know tell them go out and vote for me and when they voted for them next day when they got elected they go back and arrest them. (laughs) <laughs> well, I, again, though, so all kind of stuff is happening. Oh yeah, but I mean, just good old—you you might be old enough to remember that because it was in your era.
1: That was a little probably when I was a boy, um, and uh, but you know, it, good old fashioned retail politics. You know, you 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 identify your yeah yeah you, you just you, you get your voters out and but. But what my friend was saying was they're not so much following the voter. In other words, not going out there trying to motivate people to go to the polls. What they're doing is looking for the votes, and then they, by just by either giving them a ride to the polls, helping them with their mail-in ballot, helping them with their Dropbox effort, whatever, uh, they get they get their vote from people who may not. Be very motivated to vote, or even motivated in favor of the candidate for whom they voted. Um, right,
2: that's still motivated, Delk. If if you provide transportation for me, uh, and, and maybe a coke, uh, a cookie, or whatever, and I get on that that train and go to the polls and vote. That's motivation. Well, I, yeah, yeah,
1: like yeah. I said, hey, votes, this nothing.
3: A vote, but I guess so is advertising on TV. I mean, yeah, it's fine. But I think Democrats, politics means more to them. But mo- Their lives are around getting something from the government where Republicans, most Republicans, are either business people that have a private sector job, not as many lawyers, not, not as many you know, deep state type of people. Uh, Year round uh, government workers, you know, that you remember when Obama used to run the SLIU or whatever, be out there in t shirts, you know, right behind him at every speech he gave at noon every day, in the unions, et cetera. This is more important to them to win because their life is, is around government. I and mean, I think with Republicans, we tend to be more idealistic, more, more theoretical, more minimal government. Our life's not around it. Most have other jobs and and, and politics is not their main job. So I guess Republicans can learn from that. I don't know who you get out and who you you do that way, but there's been a long history, and certainly in Atlanta, Jose Williams and others are busting up people and getting them to the polls, etc., with with the presumption they're going to vote for your candidate. Um,
2: Yeah, Ron, I mean, but Ron, the the whole thing is that Democrats vote to pass bills to help people with different programs but it seems to me the republicans tend the republican businessmen tend to steal the money before it gets to the people as <laughs> that supposed to, have, to help
3: stupid, that's a stupid statement not true
2: that, that's been applied that's been applied okay for years. Uh, quantify that look
3: at the major years. people who have gone down over over arrest and stealing money it's it's been more democrats than republicans
1: well, what I'm pointing out, though, and Ron, you're, you're making a... Recently, Brent Farr. Brent
0: Farr. <laughs> he hasn't been arrested yet. <laughs> What's He's Brent Farr, bud? To he, yeah, he took welfare money from the state of Mississippi to build a volleyball arena at the University of Southern Mississippi. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, some, ex, some with ex, with ex former governor.
1: Uh, $70 million, we, I think, total. Whoever thought, schools, whoever we're thought we're that headline to to. would come up, volleyball causes graft. <laughs> I, mean, I never thought I'd see that headline.
0: <laughs> Brett Favre, yeah, right. he doesn't even know what day of the week it is, so that, that's going to be his defense. He, he's His eggs are scrambled. But,
1: but back to yeah. your point, he's Ron, on He's
3: and, one of the few guys and, that was drafted both by the NFL and for Vietnam.
2: But, <laughs> but but yeah, they were out the the Republicans were out hustled. Uh people got out and talked about the issues. Uh they didn't talk about the past and I think people voted and showed you where they were coming from. You know, that that's what happened in this past election. Also well, you, the, I, I the
3: Republicans agree. Republicans gave them a very major, very motivating issue, which is abortion. I uh, I stand by that and I, I you agree. But the Republicans gave them that issue, uh, certainly not, maybe not in the South because it tends to be very religious and, and they kind of buy in. So it didn't hurt camp, it didn't hurt DeSantis. But it did hurt us in Pennsylvania or Arizona and these other states where, where there's a lot of people who say, look, I have this right to abortion and to Roe versus Wade for years and years and years, not your business. And the fundamental problem, the reason I'm a libertarian, the Republicans have is they say minimal government, minimal intrusion, individual responsibility. Except in this area right here, we're going to tell you what to do. You can't have it all, you can't be intellectually honest and, and, and say, you know, small government, small intrusion, but here we're going to tell you what to do. Exactly. I, I, I said it, I said it I six think- months ago when it happened. I, I said it in the a, a month ago. I think that was the deciding factor because people in the suburb, women in the suburbs, especially the ones that didn't like Trump and that, that lost the election last time, uh, came out for that issue.
2: But, Ron, every state is discerning as to what drove them to the polls. Arizona, I wouldn't say Arizona is a typically religious state. I think they're more about their personal rights, and, and I think what that's saying. what drove them
3: to the polls. That would make them
1: pro-choice, yeah. That
3: yeah, was uh, one, one or the, two or three
0: the, points that mattered. We saw it in Kansas. You know, it, oh, yeah. They, 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 they did the same thing.
2: All right. Several before we, states have passed abortion portion uh,
1: in the constitution since Kansas. But before we leave this uh, idea of uh, following the voter, as opposed the vote, following the vote, as opposed to following the voter, following the voters, where you get up, make a big speech, you know, and get them to go out there and vote for you and vote for our candidate and get in their car and drive to the poll. Following the voter, the vote is where you you go door to door and uh and and it varies as to what can be you know mail-in voting and and uh vote harvesting bundling that kind of thing those vary in legality from state to state but you know my friend was not saying that anything illegal and i've not seen anything that suggests uh illegal i've seen some chicanery but uh not anything illegal, but I mean, Miss York's agreeing with me. I mean, Democrats just flat out hustle this nationwide now. And back to uh, uh, Ron's by good old-fashioned retail politics, just like we've seen uh, over on East Hill uh, for 50 years now, at least that I know of. And um, so, I mean, that's that's America, folks. That's the way it works. Um, The other thing, you know, Ron's talking about is this abortion thing. And let's talk about that on the other side, because, Ron, you do say in your column that uh, you think in some states the election was decided by the abortion issue. And I'm interested to see uh, where you think that is and, and why you think that is. Okay. We're back, three dudes with the view. I'm dude number three, del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How are you, man?
0: Doing well, Delk. I- I- I'll be honest. I really do miss East Mountain Down. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> we did, we didn't get there, Clayton. <laughs>
0: no, no, we, uh, we, I, we need to
3: keep playing until yeah, we do. Yeah, I, you know. We, it sounds like wake music now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right yeah. Now. I mean, we got about realization. As, well, we yeah, got about as right, far as the sure. Mississippi River and then sputtered out, <laughs> ran out of diesel. That's about right. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. happened?
3: Y'all lose the song? They 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 pushed back on your song. Is
1: well, they eastbound and down. We've been playing it all summer and fall, thinking that the Republicans were eastbound and down oh, to Washington.
3: I uh, oh, so this is more y'all pulling it than anything. Okay, I Yeah, maybe yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, oh,
3: Jerry Reed's. Uh, whoever, who, who did that song? Jerry, Jerry Reed. Reed.
1: Yeah. Jerry Reed.
3: Yeah, I figured maybe he's a state after you. No. Had a marina, had a marina one time in a small part of Tennessee, nice marina. We had a little bar there. We named it Parrot Head Pub. No, no, just middle of nowhere. And, sounds um,
1: like sounds like
3: paradise to me. Well, it was nice, but they were relatively nice. We get a letter from Jimmy Buffett's people. Shut her down. Get it? That's, right. That's oh, my
1: golly, oh, me!
3: Come on, Jimmy. He cared enough about a, a, a marine in Harrison, Tennessee. Good
1: golly, boy. Jimmy! Go back to the margaritas, baby. Why yeah. rich?
4: People All right, let's see where did Warren I get.
1: To? Yep, yep. Dude number one, Mr. Jimmy York. How are you? Good morning, Dell. Good morning and uh regular special guest dude on uh tuesday native son favorite son of columbia ron hart Good morning. now folks ron's got a column that he writes Yeah, uh, used to be in the daily herald but they invited him not to do it anymore uh and that wasn't a local decision though folks that came from uh high up in cadet um the uh, he writes in his he's got a column that's about you know 60 websites, newspapers, whatever around the country and the world each week And uh, but this week he's writing about the McDonald's election he says uh, democracy is like McRib, it comes and goes mysteriously every two years or so and it's confusing and like politicians once the McRib is reintroduced with the big ad campaign you remember months later why you didn't like it in the first place Across the country, some folks wait in line only to find that when they anxiously got to the front, the voting machines were broken. Our country is like McDonald's, and the voting machines are like their ice cream machines. You can stand patiently in line without warning or explanation. The staff tells you they are broken. Sadly, our politics seems to be less and less about issues. Uh, with inflation, crime, and open borders, one would think that the GOP would have rolled over the dims in this election. But I guess, like at McDonald's, voters stand in line and, without much thought, order the same thing they've been conditioned to order every time. Uh, now, here's where you go on, though. The uh, What we learned is what I warned about earlier in the year, Ron writes. The hard right part of the GOP overplayed its hand on abortion with the Supreme Court ruling. Really. You cannot be a party of minimum government, individual responsibility, and personal choices, vaccines, schools, etc., yet try to severely limit what women can do on abortion. The country is about 70% pro-choice in some form. That's in some form. That's an important qualifying clause. The GOP lost suburban women in Georgia and Pennsylvania over that, and it cost them those Senate races. Ron, can can you elaborate on that? Well, yeah. I mean, you
3: think about, you know, if, if men could get pregnant, I think abortions would be available in
1: vending machines. Oh, don't you know that we can now?
3: Uh, well, I am mean, <laughs> part all of right, the, right. the left wing part. But I, I just think it's, you know, it's a tough choice, not one that I would, you know, hopefully choose. I hope we educate, you know, people not to get pregnant. But, you know, it's just an unwanted kid brought up in this world right now that leads to crime. There was a Malcolm Gladwell I had a great book one time. Um, about, uh, you know, 20 years after Roe versus Wade, there was, there was a decrease in crime. Um, you know, it's, it's, it tends to be, you know, uh, people that, in crime-ridden areas that, that, that use abortion more than someone in the you know, leafy suburbs of Brentwood. Uh, you know, and what's going to happen now is, is the leafy suburbs of Brentwood, they can aff- afford to fly their kid if Tennessee shuts it down. To Kentucky, Missouri, you know, New York, have, have their daughter have an abortion if they want to, and the poor kids can't. I mean, if you look at it that way, like Mister York would probably look at it, but uh, I, and it's a tough choice. I mean, it's one of the toughest you know, defining choices of our time you know, in terms of abortions. It's, you know, when is a life? You know, what? How much control do you have over your own body? And I get the argument on both sides. I really do, and I, I would prefer not to have an abortion. I would do anything to avoid abor- abortion with sex education, but to limit it. In mass, uh, a bunch of men in legislatures and Supreme Court. Yeah, the decisions always entirely, made
1: by men. Yeah,
3: yeah, and almost the Supreme Court almost entirely by men, uh, based off their religious beliefs, right? More than anything else, right? So, uh, and so the same people say they can't make you take a vaccine. They can't make you know you should have school choice, which I agree with, and not make you take a vaccine. I agree with you. Can't say we're not going to let you get an abortion. It's going to make it so difficult in our states. Now, you can argue, well, it's a state issue now. You can move if you want to you know, have an abortion. You can move to some other state. But the reality is most of these poor people can't. And it shouldn't be used as a form of birth control. Maybe it's gone too far. I think I think most people have landed on 15, 16 weeks in terms of the limitation. I know well, you're talking
1: about have- a, a potential compromise where – Abortion would be allowed up to say twelve to fifteen weeks, and then yeah. after that, it would not be legal.
3: Yeah, I think both Abbott and Kemp, who did you know, and and, and DeSantis, are kind of landed on 15, 16 weeks. Seems like that's the you know. Uh,
1: I think that's where France is, and Britain yeah. and uh, European countries are. They, they don't allow yeah. they don't allow an eight month old baby to be aborted unless uh, unless there's a the health of the mother and there's other
3: issues at play. Even you know, even Herschel in, in his clumsy way. And I don't know whether he wasn't briefed on it or whether he really believes this, but he said not, not even in the, in the life of the mother would he allow it. In, in one speech, and I don't know whether he's recalibrated that through, through handlers. But again, 60 to 70 of the, percent of the United States is in some form pro-choice, and women are particularly strong about this in the suburbs, and these are the ones that are turning out. Right. So you have time to go to the, and, they're, and They're motivated by this one issue.
1: But you said yeah. pro-choice in some form. and You know, I, I think the polls I've seen, you know, aborting an eight-month-old baby, they're overwhelmingly against that, uh, the entire right. country is. But right. 12, but but the, the 12, way, to 15, 12 to 15 weeks seems to be the uh, position that the majority supports. Yeah, that is very rare in eight months, right?
3: That's going to be very I'm, a mother must have some major health issues the baby maybe you know, there, there are a lot of things that go into that and that's between the doctor and, and and the patient you got a and choice between
1: other, mom and baby that kind of thing
3: i get there's a baby involved in von herschel had a great line you know or not who Warnock, who's re, supposedly religious part of ebenezer baptist church part of martin luther king's church he, he was pro-life martin luther king was and and somehow politically shows you how politically he is uh, Warnock said, you know, he's all pro-choice you know, at some point and he tried to make this cute statement and, and, and Herschel did get him on this one. He said, well when you're in the doctor's office, it should be between the mother and the doctor. You know, The government should not be in the doctor's office between the mother and the and, and the doctor. And Herschel said, well, there's somewhere else in there. There's a baby. And, and it's a good point, right? And it's, it's not an easy decision. It's a huge moral decision you know, And, and but I think the choice should be left open to the individual. Not, when anything in government comes up that's close, I always say to myself, does it expand or reduce freedoms of choice? You know, I, I don't want government telling me anything you know, that I can and cannot do. Let me make my own decision. You know, Pave the roads, have a defense uh, of the country, of the military, but get out of my business elsewhere. And that's where Republicans sometimes overstep their bounds.
2: I'm agree with you this one time, uh, Ron, you said something that made sense bunch of men make decisions about women and that's not our business they don't make decisions about our reproductive rights Yeah, but the, sure. other, the other thing is that i agree a lot of folks that's making these decisions and passing legislation i'm a biology major they have no idea about the development of a fertilized egg they have no idea you don't have a baby initially You have a clump of cells, and it takes 10 to 15 weeks to develop into what could be called a human embryo.
3: Yeah, and this is why it's probably not an issue. The Republicans didn't message as Well, there's 400,000 abortions took place in America. This is from the CDC. The um, 400,000 abortions took place in 2015. They did a study. Of that, only 5,000 were after 21 weeks of pregnancy, you know, which is less than about one and one point three percent. So you're talking about one point three percent that Republicans, you know, are trying to make those people have babies, and and so it's not like it's a rampant problem. Now it, it, it tends to be heavily African American, a lot higher percent. You know, African Americans thirteen percent of the population. I think they're thirty 40 percent of abortions. Smaller again. base,
2: Ron. Smaller base.
3: Smaller base. What's
2: yeah, it the mean? base that the base that you get those statistics from is a smaller base. Most of the Abortions are done by
3: Caucasian women. I know, Mr. York, but when you're numbers, 13% of the population and you're 40% of the abortions. Yeah, abortion, I
2: know statistics you know that works? Is misleading.
3: Okay, that's how it works. It's inordinately high as a percent. Numbers
2: are misleading. Numbers are what counts. No, it don't. Yeah, percent is higher. Yeah.
3: Okay. I right, say well, the percentage I, We, we disagree on that. It, it's yeah. a major statistic. If you're 13% of the population. With, I agree with you. And you're forty percent of the abortions. You're basically four times more likely to have an abortion or use abortion. Or There's nothing wrong with that analogy at all. If You're just using gross numbers. You know, then the Filipinos in America have no. You know, they, they should even. Be, you know, you can't do that. Well, you do as a percent of your of your demographic. I mean, sir, I'm not sure to understand high.
1: in this context what difference it makes. But okay. Well, it, the, well,
3: it, the the African American community. I mean, it, 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 basically more abortions happen in the African American community. I think Kanye uh yay talked about in mean, New York. i think there's more he i think he said this i didn't d- double check him he said there's more african-american uh kids aborted in new york than there were born last year uh he doesn't know he doesn't okay. know
1: yeah
2: you know well, it always, i mean
3: whatever well,
2: i mean it's prob- still a, the problem is
1: women ought to have that choice
2: i agree with you on that women yeah, ought to I have mean, the yeah, choice.
1: whatever exactly uh and but the choice is that I think is the consensus. Still, the the magic number is like about twelve twelve weeks. Uh, as Ron points out, uh, you know we've and and most of the civilized world cuts off abortions at about twelve weeks of pregnancy, 12, yeah. 12 to fifteen. And as Ron points out in his statistics, uh, nationwide even though we've been a country of abortion on demand up to the time of birth uh only about 1.2% of abortions are performed uh after 12 to 15 weeks where that where we've had unlimited uh uh pro uh choice and and i've seen the polling though i mean When you ask people nationwide if they're in favor of aborting or the right to abort an eight-month-old baby, they're like 90% against it.
3: Right. Uh, And And I don't think the Republicans drew that distinction with what they did, right? They're really bad. Republicans are really bad about their messaging, right? The Democrats are great about messaging. They, They can say words that mean nothing, and that becomes their battle cry, like, he's a threat to democracy. They never define what that is. Uh, pay your fair share in taxes. You know, I don't, you know, everybody wants a fair share, but they don't mention that, you know, the top 10% pay 60% of the taxes. You know, they, they, they're great with messaging. Republicans are not, they're not good with messaging. And that was an issue where they stood too firm on. Uh, you know, in the states that you know, and even the st- well, states. Well, it was that, it was that,
1: easy to fundraise on it when you knew that uh, Roe was probably never going to be overturned, and, and Roe was wrongfully uh, overturned. And I, uh, but I'm, I'm not going to get into that right now.
2: But but the no, other I mean, thing that we don't take into account is the fact that if a female gets an abortion, that's a traumatic situation for the rest of her life. We men don't understand that and could never understand that because we can never carry an embryo, a fetus, or anything. So it's a traumatic situation for any female, any woman that's got to have an abortion. So it's not something that's done just lightly.
1: No, yeah. of
3: course. You know, and, and clearly adoption places can step up. There's other choice. I mean, I think, I think it's not a bad idea to, to give her the choice of adoption when she goes in there for an abortion say, look, there's an adoption agency here. It's a part of the Church of Christ, it's a part of the Baptist Church in Columbia, Pleasant Hill Baptist Church, or whatever. Who says we can get it adopted? You know, we'll, you know, we'll help you get it to term. We'll get it adopted. And, you know, that, that's that's the choice they should have too. Yeah, but then we got so many things happening in our
2: society. Even in Tennessee right now, we got 600 kids sleeping in the DCS offices because of foster care. Issues. They're
3: trying to get them a family. I mean, you know, a lot of people want, want these kids. I mean, there's there's an equilibrium here, and I, I think sex education, which Republicans probably were not as big on pushing back in the day, as they should have. I think sex education um, to help these kids avoid pregnancy would be huge. The morning after pill. There's a, there's a lot of you know science. You know, science can be used you know for good and bad, and and I think education in this space is important and an unwanted kid mr york you you know that is not not a good kid potentially i mean they're not all of them there's some that that worked out you know but they're you know the an unwanted kid it's hard enough to raise a kid that you want and you have the money to do it if you don't have the money you don't have the wherewithal at that stage of your life to defer that choice uh is 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 a smart thing for a lot of people and it's their choice you know not mine and not yours
1: well and and though my with point that. is though what following up on what Ron said when he said 70 percent of the people in this country support abortion that the qualifier is they support it at about 10 to 12 15 weeks right. they don't support it beyond that period of time so that well, look what
3: Herschel was saying look what some of these candidates were saying other uh, far-right candidates were saying they were saying not enough
1: the and other thing, and what you may thing, not know is, we have a trigger law passed in Tennessee. Abortion uh-huh. is illegal. Abortion is illegal in Tennessee now. The other thing, women
3: in yeah,
1: all forms, No. Yeah, I don't you think can't are, get an abortion. There are no in exceptions in it, are
3: there, Clayton? No exceptions. It's just illegal. That that's the issue that drove this and it didn't necessarily drove, drove Tennessee women. Maybe it did some. It drove Pennsylvania women, Arizona women, mid, mid, middle of the country women, right? because they see what's happening with with the Senate majority. The, the other thing was the 50 years of
2: having the right, just having that right to say, I determined the outcome of my own body. That's what a lot of females voted for. Not necessarily that they wanted to have an abortion, but just having the right to right. make that decision. I, I agree.
1: Right. Let's take a break and come back. Mm.
4: Hello everyone, this is Terry
0: Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. This year, Tillis Jewelry is starting the holiday season with Stocking Stuffer Saturday, November 19th. When you walk in the door, grab your stocking, fill it up with a selection of bracelet, necklaces, and more starting at $5.99. The first 20 people who buy 25 or more will receive the golden stocking filled with goodies and a chance to win diamond stud earrings. Stocking Stuff for Saturday, November 19th. Doors open at 10 a.m. Check out our event on Facebook.
4: Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater and make zero payments for 12 months. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be, or the service is free. Call my Happy Face Truck
1: today. Crimson and white jerseys. Front
2: court to the rack and
1: the play. The sound of a buzzer beater. Got it to go as the buzzer sounds. The roll tide chant from the crowd.
2: Three, count it, and
1: he's found. It can only be Alabama basketball. Join the Alabama Crimson Tide right here. Playoff, Bianco, oh, yeah. go. count it, and he's found. He'll go to the bench. On your home for Alabama basketball, the Crimson Tide Sports
4: Network from Learfield.
2: So I cannot forget from where it is that I come from I cannot forget to people who love me Yeah, I can be myself here in this small town And people let me be just what I want to be
1: Okay, we're back. Three news for you. This the beauty, cheesy Tuesday Rainy Day edition. My name is Delph Kennedy with I am dude number three, Clayton Harris, dude
0: number two. How are you? Doing well, Dale. Good morning, everybody.
1: Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you doing? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. And regular special guest, dude, native son, favorite son of Columbia, uh, Ron Hart. How are you? Good morning. All right. Just to follow up on what we were talking about, which was the abortion issue, what effect it may or may not have had on the recent election, and i was interested in ron's opinion that it in uh pennsylvania arizona perhaps even georgia it did might have been the margin of, of victory or defeat whatever however you want to call it but uh what um, what what my opinion on that is, 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 is at least in tennessee it affected the vote very little and the reason is. You know our national press. Every time there's some Supreme Court decision, you know, the world's going to end, babies are going to die, people are going to starve to death, you know, and that we get that four, five, six times a year from the national press, and nothing ever happens. So nobody really pays much attention, other than people like myself, lawyers, or people like all of us who follow politics closely. Nobody pays a whole heck of a lot of attention to what the Supreme Court's doing. Because we don't perceive that it ever really affects our lives very much, so and and so right now we're in the early days. Uh, the, Ron, as I was telling you, Tennessee passed some time ago what they call a trigger law, which held that. If the Supreme Court ever did overturn Roe v. Wade, which they did, that Tennessee would automatically become a no abortion state, which has happened. Um, so now, all the plants are shut down. You can't get an abortion legally in Tennessee right now? Nope.
3: Nope. Well, I think they got to reevaluate that. Here, here, here's the problem. Two, other, two, other two small things I was thinking about too, Doug and Clayton okay. Jim. Is that the Democrats, we they were not motivated to go to the polls. They were getting crushed. I mean, they, this gave a lot of them a motivation to go vote. It gave them an issue to fundraise on. Now, this was a big, you know, when you talk about a 1% and 2% ra- races, That you know, it may, this whole country may come down to 4,600 votes in Arizona. <laughs> the Senate, the light Salt rate out, out there. You know, this whole country may come down to 4,600 votes. That of course, that Senate every, if the Earth bottom. Wins. I mean, Nevada, yeah, Nevada,
1: so, and, and uh, Arizona are over. The Democratic Senate candidate
3: won. I'm saying, but he won by 4,600 votes. All oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the whole country came down to 4,600 votes. If Herschel wins, and, I and I'm whole, not sure Herschel will, but you know, if Herschel wins, it'll be it'll be 4,600 votes. So that let like the Democrats have a mandate for anything. I think fundamentally, what people are telling government, and I've been a big fan of this the whole life, we don't like either one of you. We don't want either one of you in control. <laughs> you know, it's a, the classical P.J. or work statement It's not trying to get Washington to do something; it's trying to make them stop. Yeah, it matters.
2: The, well, the whole state of Michigan went. That was a driving issue. The whole state of Michigan, the House, the Senate, the governorship went to Democratic because of that that issue. I think the major issue of abortion rights, having that right to have
3: an abortion. Right, and and, and most and, of the leaders are females, and conversely, the, you know, you know, the hypocrisy of the right I, on I don't that, know. York, you got the hypocrisy on the left too. You say, you know, you say you can have an abortion, you can kill a baby, you can kill a baby, you know, whatever, and then, but you can't say somebody brutally murders seven people, and they can't be put in an electric chair. Uh, I, I, I don't see that either. I mean, I, I'm, pro, I'm I'm capital uh, punishment fan. In fact, I, you know, I asked in panel one time, do you believe in an electric chair? I said, no. I said, it's been too long. I need, we think we need electric bleachers. <laughs> Some of these people sit on death row for 30, 40 years. So you, you guys have hypocrisy in your way of thinking as well.
2: Well, well they, I don't believe in the death penalty. I believe the person ought to pay, can ought to kill pay, pay for baby their but
3: not, crime. But not, but not a hardened criminal who but, just uh, killed a uh, baby.
2: Again, as a biology major, I tell you, you don't have a baby until 10 or 15 weeks.
1: Well, well 15. all right. Well, let's, let's You've got a
2: massive sales.
1: Let's return to how the, you know, I don't know in 22 how much, it's hard to gauge how much uh, abortion affected the vote. In Tennessee, I think it it didn't. Uh, But let me say this, 24 abortion will be front and center. And the reason for that is by that time, it won't be just something that crazy libs are screaming about, On the TV, somebody's daughter, somebody's niece, somebody's granddaughter, is going to uh, not be able to get an abortion, and she's going to be a freshman in college uh, who wrong, you know, foolishly took up with some ne'er do well, who's the father, and uh, and these women in Tennessee are going to start talking to each other and right. republican women are going to turn overwhelmingly uh, uh pro-choice to the extent to somewhere in the 10 to 15 week range will be their limit but in those in that first trimester they're they're going to be uh pro-choice and right. and uh And all of a sudden, all these troglodyte men who are in the legislature are going to start getting phone calls. Can can I bring up something,
0: Dale? Yeah, as far as as this election goes, I think there's another valuable lesson that we got to learn, and that is that the polls do not work. The polls are not accurate. It's all junk. It, it doesn't mean anything. Any all these polls. I mean, we saw the polls for the last two or three months. It. It. Everybody said a red wave was going to happen. Didn't happen. The polls. The money that people spend on these polls. It's just a waste. Yeah. It, it's,
2: it's the questions they ask too, Clayton. You know, if if you support Trump, Trump's a racist. Are will you support him? Who's going to answer answer that? Yeah. Yeah. Some people. A small handful of people might say yes. I support Trump but Trump most the of them are going to yeah. say no. <laughs> most of no. them
1: are going to say no. No, it's a widespread phenomenon that Republicans just don't answer polls anymore. Um so because they don't trust them. Uh but returning back uh so you know the when the when the issue of abortion becomes real when women here in this community have a niece, a granddaughter uh, their friends got a daughter or a niece and when it becomes real and starts to have local impact, that's when this issue is going to light up. Yeah.
3: And there's hypocrisy on both sides, you know. Donald Trump, I think he had to, he had to be, you know, anti-choice or whatever when he ran because the Republican Party. But you, Donald Trump, you know, certainly is indicative of a man who's bought a few abortions in his time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and, and secondly, you got Pelosi and all, and, and Biden, these these devout Catholics, Mister York or the other way, too. So, I mean, it cuts both ways in terms of, you know, religion, et cetera.
2: Well, even the Pope has sided with not prosecuting people who believe in abortion because, you know, Nancy in her district couldn't take uh, communion, and the Pope challenged some of the the pontiffs about doing that, that that was not supposed to well, take place. I don't place. think
3: they're, they're, they're the right people to listen to either because they're not exactly knocking up a lot of women, these, these, these priests.
1: Yeah, that's a whole so, other issue. All right, but but let me return one more time back to my friend who talked about the concept of following the vote as opposed to following the voter, which Republicans traditionally do, and Democrats increasingly are following the vote. Um, his his answer to it, you know, his conclusion was that oh, we got to stop this, you know, this. And transportation in a sandwich. We got to stop the mail-in ballot. We've got to stop uh, bundling. We got to stop ballot harvesting. His answer to it was, "Republicans better embrace those things and start doing them themselves." Yeah, and uh, and that that is exactly what's not going on in, in Georgia, Ron. Yeah, it's easy to bar- I mean, I, I've said the whole time I'm not an
3: election fraud conspiracy. You know, Trump's had two years. And that's why he's lost all his gravitas. He said, two years, he started Dominion voting machines, which was a farce, apparently. And he said, all these different things had proven no voter fraud. Intuitively, it felt right because the votes came in at night. But if there's any truth to anything, it's the 2000 Mules concept where these votes are harvested in in these ballots and they're counted right. But the question is, how did they get there? They get there with gloves, people with rubber gloves, putting 10 or 15 in the ballot box at night in the mail at night. And in in, in a lot of races across the country, almost every time. I was written about this race, and maybe you all watched it. They said, well, 70% of early of, of mail-in ballots go for Democrats. So they st- would start up in these races. And then it would get tight. And then some more bail- ballots would come in at night, and they would go Democrats way. I, I can't think of a single late-night ballot situation that, didn't, that went Republicans way. So, I mean, if there's any fraud, if, are you talking about this if,
1: election or last or 20? This one
3: and last one. This one, I said 70% of the ballots that came in. Remember, all the Democrats jumped out in the leads in these states because they counted the ballots early. Clayton's probably watching it. They were like, they said, what CNN or Fox, they said 70% of mail in ballots are breaking for Democrats.
2: But it's how right. the legislatures, the Republican legislatures, set the guidelines, Ron. Like I say, some of them said that. On at seven o'clock on election day, you can start counting mail-in ballots. Well, some states right. said no, you can't start uh, counting mail-in ballots until at the end of the day, election day. Yeah, and some states, states
3: say. I mean, Arizona, these counties, uh, these states out west. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, if you're on American Idol, they can tally the vote over the commercial break to you who won American Idol. Yeah, but they got they, they got
2: they got the hand count those ballots and and they they are some of the states that couldn't start counting till after election day you look now, you, at well, got need,
3: ballots, you got military ballots got all kind of ballots looks like a little bit to me you, you, look, you look uh, at, like,
1: well yeah. well the whole what what's clear though is i think my friend's right those 70% of those mail in ballots were for democrats why democrats are going out and sitting at kitchen tables with people and uh you know, campaigning with them, counseling with them as to whom to vote for, and then taking that ballot and mailing it in for them. Republicans are going to have to start doing that too.
0: You right? know, we were we were told Pennsylvania was going to take days uh, to get the results, and and that didn't happen. That 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 actually surprised me that they had a winner. On election night, and uh, well, they didn't—they didn't need the ballots late at night like they did last time. Yeah, that's uh,
1: that's that's. They already was. cooked in enough not to have to do. it. No,
2: they got enough election workers. You know, there was a fear that they weren't going to have enough election workers because of the threats and, and stuff that was going on, yeah, chicanery I mean, that was going on. But they got enough election workers to actually count the ballots.
1: Uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't know that there was any cheating in Philadelphia, but if their lips are moving in that place, they're lying. Uh,
3: Here's the other issue too. Republicans tend not to be ballot workers. They scan these ballot people, counting ballots. They don't look like Republicans to me.
1: No, no, no. Uh, Okay, we got about three minutes, and let's talk about this event that's going to happen in Mar-a-Lago tonight. Obviously, Trump (laughs) is going to announce he's running for president. Uh, And Ron, you weren't here yesterday, but I, I I said when he started attacking um, uh, Ron DeSantis DeSantis and attacking um, Glenn Youngkin. To me, that was a bridge too far, and that doesn't fit in with that so sober fear that uh, I saw around the county this weekend. What Republicans would like is for Yunkin and DeSantis and Trump to get together and lead us and lead us out of this. And uh, yeah, and uh, when when Trump started attacking, that just went uh, a bridge too far. Yeah, let me give you a quick statistic. Deal
3: you, you got to narrow the field of Republican nominees, because Trump will win a crowded field of 20, 15, 12, 8, because he has a core 30% of the people who are for him. You, you're going to have to narrow it down to, to, to DeSantis and Trump, and DeSantis will win that. Um, well, be, you know, we don't even know, know that quick, DeSantis let me is give running it.
2: Let me give He's you a right. quick statistic, Del. Okay. Trump, Trump raised $150 million in this past election. He spent $8.5 million against Republicans he didn't like. He only spent $3 million in Arizona and only $2 million in Nevada. And he's got something like $94 million left where he could have used to help those candidates in respective districts. You would, sure would have been a waste but of money. But he had a misfit flotilla. I'm going to give you some, a Navy term now. A misfit of flotilla... Of candidates, and that's that's what lost
3: the election. Well, right, Miss York, I mean, I, you
1: don't tell me what to do in the Republican Party, and I won't tell you what to do in the Democratic Party.
3: But there, there's truth to that. Trump is not—I'm uh, not sure Mitch McConnell is either. The, 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 the kingmaker, or whatever he's going to do, the far fringe candidates who get into a tight race who don't don't win because they're a little bit too far fringe. And That's the problem. So Every Repu-
0: candidate. The Republican Party better do something, though, because right. I'm telling you right now, if there's a choice between Trump, Mitch McConnell, and Kevin McCarthy, Donald Trump's winning that matchup all day long. Yeah, that's the truth.
2: At, at least yeah. Mitch McConnell helped the candidate in Ohio.
0: Yeah,
3: Danny Vance who was backed by Trump.
1: Yeah, all right, folks, we're signing out of here. It's a mixed bag on Trump, but... Um, the what you,
2: $1 went to that airplane, Del.
1: You know, Mr. York, the...
2: <laughs>
1: Democrats have always wanted to tell Republicans what to do, and, um, and through their megaphone, the media, most of the time Republicans did what Democrats told them to do, nominated McCain, nominated uh, Bob Dole, or what was is that, isn't that, is that, yeah, uh, that kind of thing. What Trump showed us is that we do not have to pay any attention to the national media. We do not have to do what Democrats tell us to do. We just need to give you all what you deserve. Yeah. So what, what you, you need know, to you stop
2: doing is, I'm I'm gonna make this suggestion. If Trump is dictating what y'all gonna do, you gonna lose. Well,
4: well I, I said this.